Ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to another episode of the Hop Nation USA podcast. This is episode 167. I assume you already knew that because you read the title before you clicked play. But if you didn't, if you did decide to close your eyes and point randomly at your phone, that's the episode number. I am your host, Adam. Welcome. We have a very exciting show, I hope, I pray. Uh, and with me, of course, is Steve. You put it together. Why should you? <laughs> why Why do you got to make it all like, I don't know what's going to happen this week? Because I don't know what other people's sensibilities are. Yeah, okay. <laughs> yeah, I find this stuff interesting, and you might find this stuff interesting, but there are others out there that might think, nah, this ain't for me. And for that, I say, you're wrong. Fair enough. This is good stuff. I think we need to add more conspiracy stuff. <laughs> Okay. <laughs> Add more conspiracy stuff and then bring in that crowd. All right. Because right. that's a pretty rabid crowd, and you, then we'll start selling supplements. <laughs> supplement right. money. Hmm. Supplement money. That is a good point. We all need that extra extra money. Hot brain. <laughs> we'll, we'll workshop that one a little bit. I got a couple a couple ones I'm, I think, be like I'm thinking of. Mashed up B12 and... You know, galaxy hops. I, see, That's how you get the galaxy brain. <laughs> see, I was thinking that the Idaho 7 hop was created so that all the money that was made from it could be filtered into uh, Jeff Bezos and that other guy. And that other guy. Great. <laughs> that, see, you got to keep it open-ended a little bit. <laughs> you got to tease them just a little bit so they start doing their own research and filling in the blanks themselves. You won't believe. <laughs> <laughs> That's how you hook them. Coming up. We reveal who the other guy is. <laughs> so stay tuned for that one. Ugh, none of this is happening. We're no. just doing a beer podcast. It's true. Yeah, we're not that we're willing to do that on air. Well, there's a lot of work that goes into that. You have to actually create the conspiracies. <laughs> and I think you kind of had to plant some seeds out there a little bit. So yeah, we have not done it. Yeah, we haven't done the planting. Yeah. It takes a whole team to do that kind of shit. And we are not that team to do it. And not that motivated. So instead, we're going to talk about beer. Yeah. And last week, we had, a, I would say, a fantastic episode with the uh, the gentleman from Breweries in PA. Yes. Uh, that was a good episode. So we're going to do an episode of a brewery in PA. Oh. Yes. Shocking. <laughs> <laughs> to the surprise of no one. <laughs> uh, but what will be a bit surprising is the brewery that we're, we chose here is off the beaten path. Uh, they are out of the way, especially if you're in the major metropolises of Pittsburgh or Philadelphia or Erie yeah, or Harrisburg or anything like that. Uh, or anything <laughs> resembling a paved road or... <laughs> yes, yes. Uh, we are going all the way... To bumblefuck Egypt. <laughs> That's not quite... I don't know how you got that out of, out of the spelling. Oh. <laughs> That's not... <laughs> I think it's just up the road, maybe. It's up the road a bit. Yeah. Up in beautiful Kane, Pennsylvania. Oh. Yes. Are you, oh. Sure, are you sure Kane, PA doesn't rely in the township of Bumblefuck, Egypt? Ooh, <laughs> see, I, the research team didn't go that deep. Yeah. <laughs> but uh, they are up nestled in the Allegheny National Forest. Uh, we are going to be talking about Log Yard. Yay. 
Long Yard Brewing. Uh, I know I've had a, a few of their offerings, and I know Steve has had a few of their offerings. I, I have not had all the ones we have on the show, and I know Steve has not had all the ones on the show. No. No, but we had both talked about the Bucking Birch in a previous episode. Yes, and that is, I will say that is one of the beers that is on the Pale Ale IPA list for me. Mm-hmm. And so the list has expanded. Thank you to Logyard for that. Yeah, it's a Pale Ale, technically, but it is also uh, tastes exactly like IBC Birch beer. It's fantastic. Yeah, it's really weird, but it's really good. So if you're into birch beer, you'll be really into that beer. Yes. If you're not into birch beer, you're not going to like it at all. <laughs> yeah, that is true. Uh, unfortunately, we don't have that on the show. No, we already had it on the show. I mean, again, yeah. it's unfortunate because <laughs> I like that beer. No repeats. <laughs> uh, but we do have another offering of theirs. We're going to jump right into it. And this one is an IPA called Pine Man. Cool. I can only wonder. <laughs> I can only imagine what the flavor profile could be on this one. Uh, turns out it's blackberries. No. No. <laughs> Not at all. Turns out Crunchwrap. Yeah. Who mm-hmm. thought? Yeah. Ooh, Crunchwraps. <laughs> I know. Uh, 5.5% ABV. Uh, according to the, the people on the untapped, the reliable source that that is, mm-hmm. 81 IBUs. So mm-hmm. that's up your alley, Steve. Yay. Uh it's got the core four when it comes to sea hops. Hmm. Would you like to guess them? The core four. Usually it's the three C's, but okay, we're doing four. We're adding four. I Columbus, Centennial, Citra. Centennial, Citra. I'll, see, I'll just give you the other two. Chinook? Chinook and yeah. Cascade. Okay, Cascade. And Cascade, yeah. yeah. The four C's. There's, we're sailing the four C's. Nah, nah, no. <laughs> this is a lumberjack theme episode, not a pirate theme episode. <laughs> All right, I'll I'll figure something out. I yeah. won't. Uh, but yes, uh, I I think we're gonna try this beer now. Yeah, we're gonna try this beer, and Adam's not gonna like it. Probably not. <laughs> but there's a good chance I'm gonna like it. <laughs> so at least one of us will be happy. The, the pretty much the upper threshold of me not liking this is, and I don't think we had it on the show, but I definitely talked about it at some point. But it's the AMB Appalachia Mountain Trail Pine Tree Beer from North Carolina. Okay. I have not had that one. No, you didn't. It, this beer just tastes like straight up pine cones. Uh-huh. That was the upper level. Okay. So even for me. So if this one can come in just a little under that. Like seven-eighths of a pine cone? Yeah, seven-eighths of a pine cone. I can, I'll can. probably be pretty happy. All right. Well, there's only one way to find out. we got to crack this bad boy. yeah. We've poured it out. I gotta say, it's a good-looking beer. Yeah, pretty cloudy. It is. Um, I, I was I was talking more on the color. I like the nice uh, copper color on it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's a lot darker than you'd expect from most IPAs. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it almost like it's getting into into like a double IPA arena. Yeah, even still, I would say even a little darker than that. I mean, it it's not. Uh, it's pushing like amber. Yes. So yes. yeah. Uh, on the nose. Steve, you tell him about it. Floral. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yes. Although I am, I am detecting a bit of maltiness there. Yeah, I smell a little bit of maltiness and like sweetness as well, but it definitely has a real upfront. I'm gonna say Chinook. Okay. When we first opened this up and poured it out, it had a very, uh, very distinct uh, hoppiness to it. Yeah. Uh, kind of dissipated a little bit. 
now that we're kind of dissecting it before we drink it. Mm-hmm. But uh, on the initial pop open of the can, yeah. <laughs> it was a little aggressive for you? It was a bit aggressive for me. Uh, and for those that do not know, I am not an IPA person. Yeah. But I will try them anyways. Yeah. Uh, I would say, without drinking it yet, mm-hmm. this beer has already really reminded me of the full pint Chinooky. Okay. Because the Chinooky was both dark like this, mm-hmm. and it had Chinook hops, obviously. Right. And I, would, it, I would hope so. <laughs> it smells, yeah, and it smells. It's kind of like a Chinooky. Mm. Well, let's uh, let's find out. Interesting. Yeah. That is not, uh, I don't know why they call it Pine Man. If <laughs> 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 I'm just being honest here. That's okay. You can be honest. I mean, we, I already knew that the name was kind of in trouble by the fact that they included Citra. Yeah. Rather than Simcoe. <laughs> so you have to, have to understand, uh, did you read the can? No. Oh, okay. <laughs> I don't read. Yeah. Reading for lead, nerds. Not to read. Uh, but yes, this is in honor of Pine Man, uh, apparently a local legend. Oh. Uh, for the hunt of the spirit of Pine Man. Oh. Out of with you with no hand. Save me. You got to admit, if you heard that echoing through the woods, <laughs> Pine Man, <laughs> you'd, you'd listen. Yeah, you'd, you'd pay attention. You'd pay attention. I don't think you'd be scared of it, but... <laughs> no, but it would, it would get your attention. Yeah. Tell me what's in your can, Pine Man. All right. Stuck in the alligator forest. <laughs> Can't find my way out. Bunch of mup ears. Mup ear from Pittsburgh. <laughs> I, it's a lot maltier than I thought it was going to be. Yeah, it's yeah, it's maltier. It's not really that harsh on the, uh, like the, the, the hop flavor. Mm-mm. There's a... Bit of a bittering linger. There is, but it is certainly not to the level of other lingering beers that we've had on here. It is not a no, not a nuisance. Yeah, no. I mean, I, it's all in line with stuff I like. Mm-hmm. So yeah, I'm perfectly fine with this beer. It's enjoyable. Just I, wasn't exactly what you were thinking of when you saw the, I actually, the name. I really was kind of hoping pinecone flavors oh. a little bit. Okay, that's all right. <laughs> I was hoping a little bit of West Coast Simcoe in there. Just. Yeah, sorry. It's it's all right. I mean, it's it, it's not harsh for you. So no, it is not. No, I uh, I think this might be a bit of a a compromise between you and I. Yeah, because I obviously prefer the multi side of things. You prefer the hoppy side of things. Yeah, I think this kind of cuts right down the middle on that. Yeah. Overall, though, I would say this is like a good fall drinker. Yes. It's not. It's not uh, refreshing Mm-mm. for summertime. I would say, but. Yeah, just because it does seem to have a little, you know, bigger multi-backbone to it. Yeah, a little thicker. Yeah, a little bit. So I would say this is good for right about now because, I mean, it's 60 degrees today, so. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it didn't get very warm, did it? Yeah, it was a nice day today. It was a nice day today. <laughs> it's nice. So, yeah. yeah, this is a good beer for today. Yes. Uh, yeah, I, I could definitely recommend this to friends. Oh, for sure. Yeah. Oh, for sure. I don't know that I would necessarily have it in my fridge. But that's more of my IPA sensibilities. Right. But I would definitely say, no, get it. It's good. If Logyard had a variety pack that was out there, mm-hmm. this is definitely something that you would take along with you on a camping trip, I would say. Yes. Yeah. Yes, absolutely. <laughs> yeah. All right. If well, this came in the camp, you know, if you got like four of this and four Bucking Birch, and then we'll review the other ones we have tonight. But <laughs> Yeah. Oh, that'd be, that'd be good. Hey, yeah. Logyard, get at us. Let us know if you have I would drink this shit out of it. <laughs> <I know. laughs> All right, uh, let's get into a little uh, news notes and neat. Okay. What little we have. Yeah. 
Because there ain't much going on right now. Yeah, not really. Especially because we're trying to not report on just, you know, solemn pandemic news. So we're trying to find something to talk about. Yes, we try to be an escape. Yeah. At least that's our our thought process. Doesn't necessarily mean it's going to happen. So we're going to try to avoid a lot of that doom and gloom. Yeah. So instead, I'm going to talk about terrible things. Oh, okay. Budweiser. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Quite honestly, this is going to be a rag on Budweiser segment. (laughs) Because the other news that I found was also Bud related. So so Budweiser is... Sucks. (laughs) And that was news notes and neat. Thank you, everybody. (laughs) (laughs) No, uh, but Budweiser is angling to become an official state beer. Yeah. And it is not the state that you would think. It, they are not angling for Missouri. Which no. would make sense. You would think. <laughs> yeah. Or even, you know, Florida. Yeah. Or Ohio. Yeah. You know, or other places that they have breweries. Yeah. No. Anywhere else. <laughs> no, we're going to the Beehive State. Utah? Utah. Utah. We are going to Utah. And they are starting a campaign to try to become the official beer of Utah. Yeah, that's stupid. <laughs> so, <laughs> it's stupid. You can go ahead and try. Right. Knock yourselves out. <laughs> so the reason they're doing that is they are celebrating the fact that Utah has has upped their limits of of beer that is available for general consumption. Uh, they were one of the last states that had the uh, 3-2 laws. Beer that was available in supermarkets and things like that had to have a limit of 3.2% ABV. Mm-hmm. Uh, if you wanted anything above 3.2, you had to go to a proper liquor store. Right. Uh, that got repealed last year, and Budweiser is c- celebrating that by saying, we want to be the official state beer of Utah. <laughs> I don't understand that correlation. Neither do I. I don't get it. It's all a publicity stunt, but it worked because we're right. talking about it. Right. So, damn it, Budweiser, you got us again. Well, we're only talking about it to make fun of them. A little bit. It's not, it's not oh, Budweiser. With that strong marketing game. Hey, you know what? If they want to drop a hundred grand on each of us a year to, well, that's to talk Budweiser, that's I'll out. talk Budweiser. That's, that's just selling out. Yeah. That's nothing, Adam. That's just selling out. <laughs> it's the American way. <laughs> yeah. The the point though, to make fun of Budweiser at this point, is mm-hmm. that one, they're rewarding a state for doing the bare minimum. Yeah. Of joining everybody else in 2020? <laughs> they finally wow. got Wow. Oh, whoop-de-doo. Let's reward them. with. That just shows how desperate Budweiser is. Yes. They're taking literally the last person at the bar home. 2 a.m. lights are on. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Who's sitting across the, the counter? Oh, it's Utah. Let's oh, it's you, <laughs> Two, did you see the can art? I did. Did you notice that it includes one of the Latter-day Saints temples? No. Are you serious? Yeah. <laughs> it's not I, It's no. not hard to find, but it's in there. Huh. It's just like, uh, I don't think they'd be cool with yeah, that. Do your research, boys. Yeah. Even, that, that even still. <laughs> Oops. Yeah, no beer, no coffee, no fun. Yes. <laughs> That's their jam. So it, what their their campaign is, is that I believe it's a Twitter campaign, that if they are getting, I think it's 88,600 likes or retweets or whatever it is, uh, representing, I think it's one square mile of every part of Utah, that they will release this can design that has apparently 
one of the Mormon temples on there. I'm yeah. sorry, temples of the Latter-day Saints. There you go. <laughs> I apologize. Oh, the Mormons. Yes. You can just shove that book right up your fucking ass. <laughs> okay, we're going to edit that part out. What, does nobody get orgasmo references? <laughs> Holy crap, no. Yeah. That movie is like 25 years old. Still funny. <laughs> <laughs> I'm really glad that you immediately followed that up with a reference. I was I was upset nobody got that. Oh, <laughs> man, orgasm is cool. I mean, it, it did lead us to South Park, so right. And that's an American institution. Actually, I think days. South Park might have already been on. I thought it was. It came out like right before, like a year before. It might have. There. I mean, there. We'll get our research team on it. Yeah, I I kind of feel like it, it was already out, just Maybe. because. You know, it's just one of those things you get pumped up about. Yeah. You go, oh, they have a movie coming out. Oh, it's rated at NC-17? I can't see it. I'm only 15. Well, see, I thought that's what, what basketball was supposed to be. No, basketball came afterwards. That's what I mean, where, yeah. you know, the South Park was out, and they, they made their splash with right. that. And then, oh, they're making a full-length movie? I got to go see that. Mm -hmm. It's basketball. Right. Except for they didn't even write it or anything. They were just so. kind of in it. And yeah. So, I don't know. Yeah. That's also a funny movie. It is a good movie. I've watched them both recently. So. Why? Because <laughs> they're funny movies. What are you talking about? <laughs> what the fuck kind of question is that? Why? <laughs> it's like asking, why do I watch Robocop and The Predator? Because they're funny, great movies. I did recently just watch Demolition Man. Yeah. It wasn't bad. Yeah, nobody needs to question why. It's Well, it is bad, but... But it was a good bad. Right. It's, yeah. the, the, the enjoyment you got wasn't bad. The movie is very bad. Yes. Oh, absolutely. <laughs> But I'd, I'd watch it again. There's a, uh, I don't know, it's like a fan theory or something. No, no. That the scene between Sandra Bullock and um, Stallone when they're having sex with the headset on. Okay. That they, the reason why it doesn't really work for them mm -hmm. is because they're related. You know, I could see that. Yeah. <laughs> because they, they kind of pepper things with he's got a daughter. Right. But that is never resolved. And it's kind of left hanging there. Yeah. And I kind of had that thought as well. Like, yeah, there's a fan theory out there. That, yeah, that they're related. Mm -hmm. And then so there's like... Which is weird. Yeah, so they decided to... Like, that's why it's a theory. Yeah. And I don't think it's actually true. It's just... I hope not. Yeah. Then there's also the conspiracy of the Pizza Hut and the Taco Bell. What's... Wait, what's that one? Oh. All right. All right. We're, we're into conspiracy theories now. To hell with news. Yeah, it's not really a conspiracy theory, but it's, you just leave that out there as a breadcrumb. <laughs> <laughs> it's more... Uh, if you were... Uh, what's the... Oh, the Mandela effect. Oh, okay. If you got into, like, Mandela effects, mm -hmm. there's the... One... The American version of Demolition Man has Taco Bell as mm -hmm. the five-star dining restaurant. Yes. But other versions, like the European version, have Pizza Hut. Oh. But you could very easily accidentally watch the, you know, the European version. Mm -hmm. Because, again, it's still going to just be in English and it's not going to have subtitles. Right. And it's Pizza Hut. And it's a Pizza Hut. And you'd have, like, that Mandela effect of, like, I swear it was Taco Bell. <laughs> <laughs> you're wrong. No, you're wrong. No, you're wrong. Fact is, it's both. Both of them. Both of them. It's country talk. So there you go. All right. <laughs> That's been... Fuck you. <laughs> Fuck you, Budweiser. <laughs> Talking about Demolition Man. <laughs> we found something more enjoyable. Oh, of course. <laughs> so, Steve, what is your uh, little snippet of info? Well, just continuing on with the Fuck You, Budweiser train. Right. <laughs> of, uh, they're also looking to hire a chief meme officer. Oh. Yeah. That's, uh, that's interesting. Well, although I could kind of see it. 
seeing that there are other corporate accounts that are having some similar success. Yeah. I'm looking at you, Wendy's. Yeah, Wendy's, Denny's. <laughs> Nihilist Arby's isn't actually Arby's, but, you know, no, but it's I, still a good follow. <laughs> I, you know, Pennsylvania Treasury. Yeah. Shout out to them. <laughs> and their red panda silliness. Right. They retweeted that video of my cat. So. That was a good video. <laughs> <laughs> it was quite enjoyable. I watched yeah. it more than once. Yeah. Um, but yeah, they're hiring a chief meme officer because they're saying that their meme game is not strong. Weak AF. Yeah. They need somebody to help the Bud Light Seltzer brand. I thought that's what they had. Uh, uh, what's his face? What's his fucking face? Yeah. Uh, uh, Post Malone. Oh, no. Post Malone's just for a regular old Bud Light. I thought he was on that Seltzer game as well. I don't know. I don't watch commercials. Well, that's probably the smart play. <laughs> I also don't listen to Post Malone, so, like, none of this is... I mean, I think I listened to one of his songs. I couldn't tell he's you. Not, he's not in my jam. I just couldn't tell you a single song. It's whatevs. He just looks crusty. Well, that... And I think that's why I don't listen to him, is because the sound I expect him to make <laughs> is not the sound he makes. Right. I expect, I expect like, shitty crust punk... Mm-hmm. And like maybe one synthesizer in there. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's not. It's not. He like sings. It's like, ew. <laughs> <laughs> Anyways. So yeah, their chief meme officer is going to get paid $5,000 a month. That's good money. That's good money. And all you have to do is make 10 fire seltzer memes a week. That's easy. You would think, but. I, th- I think you could do it. I think I could do it. I could do it. I don't think everybody could no, do it. No, you could do it. I could do it because I just, you know, sit around and do that shit anyway. You got that mean brain. <laughs> right. <laughs> I just have to turn all the awful memes that I make that aren't beer related into seltzer related. You just have them and then just slap the label on it. Right. And yeah, call but, it good. Yeah. Easy yeah. street. I would suggest anybody listening to this on a Friday, as you should. Mm-hmm. Probably check out our Twitter at Hop Nation USA because Bud Light Seltzer did put up a bunch of assets. <laughs> oh, oh! And I might be just putting in my resume on our Twitter account. <laughs> okay. <laughs> so, so follow that. See what comes of it. So, Bud Light Seltzer. When you get a hold of us at Hop Nation USA at Gmail dot com, make sure you address that to Steve. Yeah, and not to Adam. Address that C and D to me, yo, <laughs> <laughs> or Kelsey. <laughs> Yeah, that too. Yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah, they, they said they're looking for somebody to pull them out of the pits of cringe, which in itself is cringe. Yeah, of course. I mean, uh, did they do it that way on purpose? Yeah, but here's the other thing is they say that, and then whoever they actually do hire, mm-hmm. it's still going to be fucking cringe because it's a corporate account. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, there's no winning. There's no way they will let me in with my Alex Jones and... <laughs> Like making memes about how people on Epstein's Island drank uh, White Claw. <laughs> white Claw turns all the all the frogs gay. Right. <laughs> Nobody's gonna let me get in with that shit. Just corporate social media warfare. Right. <laughs> exactly. That's what I'll turn it into. I'll turn it into warfare. I don't give a shit. Bud Light Seltzer's going scorched earth. <laughs> yeah. Exactly. It's 2020, baby. You gotta be prepared for war. <laughs> Black Lives Matter, but the feelings of the people at the White Claw corporate (laughs) office don't. (laughs) That was Steve that said that. (laughs) Yeah, I said Black Lives Matter, and you didn't, racist. (laughs) Damn it. (laughs) Gotcha. 
Mm-hmm. This is how I turn things about for you, Bud Light Seltzer. <laughs> <laughs> I'll even attack my own co-host. You see how, <laughs> see how awful In I am? In my own home. Yeah, I got him. <laughs> At my own dinner table. I got him. <sighs> the one place he felt safe. I got him. <laughs> You're uh, passing up. And he's doing that for free. Imagine what he did with money in his pocket. That's right. <laughs> I'm going to be the loose cannon of Bud Light Seltzer. <laughs> well, I'll vote for you. Hooray. Uh, so when it, when are applications due? I don't know. I oh, don't all right. pay that much attention. I just I just planned on making a bunch of awful <laughs> Photoshop memes and just upsetting people. Yeah. All right. Yeah. Okay. They did say they also need somebody who knows how to use the lasso thingy in Photoshop. Oh, that's pretty easy, isn't it? Uh, well, one, it's easy, and two, real good Photoshoppers don't use the lasso thingy. Ooh, you should tell them that. I just did. That's right, because they're listening. <laughs> right. Corporate overlords. Of Somebody's passing this along to them <laughs> to let them know. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe I'll just clip this section of the episode out, put it up as a meme. <laughs> just imagine a phone call. <laughs> Chuck, it's your cousin, Marvin Barry. <laughs> <laughs> it's your cousin, Marvin Anheuser. <laughs> you know them, them new memes you've been looking for? <laughs> you got to check this out. <laughs> yes. Chief meme officer. Yeah, I like the sound of that. Yeah. <laughs> Chief meme officer. <laughs> Uh, well, I, I'm glad to know I'll be, I'll be working with a, a corporate drone soon. Mm, nope. With your fire memes. <laughs> nope. <laughs> and whatever else. I'll still be at home in track pants. <laughs> <laughs> it's, yeah. It, it's their Pandora's box to open. <laughs> it's what it They're is. paying for it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> They're paying for it. You eat it. Drink it. It's seltzer. <laughs> yeah. It's fine. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, all right. We'll go a little bit local here. Okay. East End. Heard of them. Heard of them. They make good stuff. Yeah. They're bringing back the pickle beer. Okay. Yes. Last year, they they had a collaboration with Permani Brothers. Mm-hmm. And with their pickle beer, they're almost famous. Yeah. They salted Goza. Yeah. They had pickles in it. It's back. Uh, it was debuted last year for the, uh, what was it, the Pickle Fest? Picklesburg. Picklesburg, yes. Uh, and obviously, this is not happening this year. No. Due to everything going on. Right. Uh, so they're releasing it anyways. It is now available uh, at East End, and it is also available at your local Permantis. Cool. For those that are in the Pittsburgh area, I don't think they send any down to Florida. I don't know. Maybe they did. <laughs> I checked the website. <laughs> oh, okay. I don't think they did. Oh, okay. Sad. So, so get some if you are interested in them. Just a neat little thing. Shout out to, to Bob Batts on that one. Yeah. I, uh, that's, that's content stealing. Yeah. So thanks, Bob. Yeah. That's it. Yeah, that's all. That's figure I throw that one out there. Yeah, I mean, it's it's back. I don't I didn't have it. Either did I. And I'm not the biggest fan of those flavor beers. I like a goza. I like pickles. Yeah. I don't know that I would like a pickle goza. I don't know that I would either. We've had pickle beers on here before. We didn't really care for them. Nope. So yeah. Nope. But I have had cucumber and dill uh beers before that I did like. Mm-hmm. So toss up. Yeah, so I, I'll probably just support Permanis and East End by buying other products from them. Yeah. So, <laughs> and probably eat them and drink them together anyways. Perfectly fine. I'm pretty sure they also released a big green IPA, and mm-hmm. I'm down with that one. Yes. <laughs> so we will 
we'll, we'll just give them money other ways. Yeah. They're but, still doing their neighborhood series, so you can do that. Mm-hmm. So if you're interested in, in a pickle beer, go grab some. Do it. If you're not, go grab something else from East End and Permanis. Do that too. Yes. <laughs> Steve, anything else? Not really. All right. I'm done. I'm done bashing on Bud. Okay. For now. Then let's uh let's bring it back to the the Keystone State here with Log Yard. Yeah. What uh what do you think of the Pine Man? It's good beer. I thought so. Yeah. It's uh I mean it's perfectly drinkable. It's not as piney as I would hoped, but that's just my own thing. Oh, I get that. Yeah. Well, I, I think you were you were a bit thrown off by the name. Yeah, I was thrown off by the name and my expectations. And I would say, Adam, if you are in the North Carolina area mm-hmm. at any point, even though it's now owned by Bud, mm-hmm. I'm pretty sure, uh, Appalachian Mountain Brewing put out it puts out a beer that is incredibly piney. Okay. I can't, rem- can't remember the name right off the top of my head. We'll figure it out for segment but two. It's, yeah, it's like a charity beer. It's for... Uh, preserving the the pine forest excellent in that area but oh boy would you hate that beer (laughs) (laughs) hey buy this beer so you can hate it yeah buy that beer so you know what i'm talking about (laughs) and how bad you would be (laughs) (laughs) then share it with a friend all right well we're gonna take a quick break we're gonna reload on another log yard here Mm -hmm. and uh we'll be right back after these short and very important messages yes First Sip Brew Box is a one-of-a-kind subscription service for craft beer lovers based right here in Pittsburgh. Every month, First Sip will send you a box full of craft beer enthusiast essentials, including t-shirts, glassware, and even food. Right now, our friends at First Sip Brew Box have an offer for you. Just sign up for a three-month subscription and get your fourth month free. Just enter the code HOPUSA when you sign up at FirstSipBrewBox.com. That's H-O-P-U-S-A at checkout to get your fourth month free at FirstSipBrewBox.com. Com. Welcome back, everybody. We have reloaded. We got more beers here. Well, at least one we're going to talk about. But we got more after that one. Yeah, we got one more after this one. But this one is also by Logyard. Yes, that is the brewery that we are highlighting on this uh, this week's episode up in beautiful Kane, up in the northern part of Pennsylvania. Right there in the township of Bumblefuck. <laughs> According to our crack research team. <laughs> yes. <laughs> According to the map that I wrote on with Sharpie. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Budweiser's getting their money's worth. Hell yeah. (laughs) And to celebrate that, I feel that we should have another Log Yard beer. Okay. So, Steve, what are we having for this segment? This one is called the Misery Whip. The Misery Whip. Misery Whip. Okay. It is a New England style two times India Pale Ale. 8.4 on the alcohol. Oh, that's a big hitter. Yes, it oh. is. Bigger. I should Bigger, say. yeah. Uh, you want to guess what three hops are included in this IPA? I'm going to say Columbus. Nope. <laughs> Centennial? Yes. Okay. Simcoe? No. Fuggle? No. Damn it. East Coast? No. It's all C's. Yeah. Don't, yeah. don't get too wild with it. Uh, Chinook? Nope. Columbus? No. You already did that one. Oh, Citra? There you go. <laughs> Cascade. Oh, God. Uh, it's over. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, no, I'm not done yet. Mm-mm. Oh, okay. You guessed them. You got them. All right. I'll stop then. Yes. Uh, they all go into the whirlpool after the boil uh-huh. to cut down on the bitterness. I appreciate that. Yes. That's also kind of what makes it New England style. Yes. 
I'm assuming it's going to be very hazy and all that. It does make sense. I mean, it's a New England style. Yeah. Uh, but do you want to know why it's called the Misery Whip? I actually do. So we're talking log yard and everything is logging themed. Makes sense. The Misery Whip is a nickname for that big giant two-man saw. Oh, okay. That you'd always see in cartoons. Yeah. Yeah, where they push, yeah, they push back and forth. Yeah. Yeah. I was more in tune with the Timber Sports on the ESPN2. Well, okay. Same thing. But yeah, I think the best the best way to get to the audience to, <laughs> to help them understand <laughs> is that it's the big giant cartoon saw that people would push back and forth. Ah. And then I guess I don't know what the whip part would come from, but I guess if it got stuck and then you push the saw would fold. Okay, and then and it would probably whip back and cut you. So that would make sense. Yeah. <laughs> now I know. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I just thought it was a neat name. Nope. A little bit more. I honestly thought until I read, I thought Misery Whip was something to do with like, uh, like, uh, you know, Orange Whip. Oh. <laughs> you know, because like this is a citrusy, a citrusy oh. beer. It's New England style. Oh shit. So I thought it was going to be something to do with like some sort of you know, nope, it's logging. Man, you are really playing yourself with these names. Yeah. This is two now. I know. <laughs> well, that, I don't know the logging industry that well, so I'm not good at guessing. <laughs> this is painfully obvious now. <laughs> Can anybody else guess it? I bet not. <laughs> no, you are not the only this, one. This, is, this isn't my fault. This is the fault sort of on Log Yard, being that they're just isolated in their logging village, <laughs> and they're the only ones that get all these logging <laughs> jokes. I mean, they're not that isolated. We're getting it down in Pittsburgh here. So thank you for that log yeah. yard. I, I, I'm glad that we're able to. Yeah. But yeah, I but get yeah. it. <laughs> All right. Let's, uh, let's get this bad boy open. Let's get it poured up. Let's take a look and let's take a drink. Okay. So the misery whip. Whip. That's the only time we're going to do that. Okay. I think. I <laughs> I'm not into it. So yeah, no. that's fine. Yeah. Uh, so we have it poured up and... Uh, it's it's a bit lighter than what we had the first time around mm -hmm. with the Pine Man. Mm -hmm. uh, it's more of a... I mean, it's still got a good orange look to it. Yeah. It doesn't look like orange juice. No. But it looks like an orange juice product. Yeah. But, <laughs> and I, I wouldn't say that as a bad thing for this beer. This doesn't no. look oddly orange. No, no, no. You know, this does not look fake orange. It's not like the Donald Duck OJ. No, no. It's not like Donald Duck OJ or Sunny D, but it mm -hmm. is... Somewhat approaching high C orange. A, a little bit. A yeah. little bit. Yeah. Not a bad looking unit, though. No, no. Uh, you know, a little bit cloudy. Mm -hmm. A little hard to see through, uh, they, as expected. Yeah, the uh, New England style IPA. Yeah, it is not. It is It is hazy, but it is not cloudy. Right. Also, 8.4%, so that means there's a good bit to it. Yeah. So You're, you're going to have a little backbone. I honestly don't. It, it is not, not nearly as pungent as the Pine Man. Yeah, it really isn't. I'm not getting, honestly, much. No, I'm not either. Uh, I'm okay with that. Yeah, I, I, the aroma is so faint. And, like, I like I just washed my hands. Mm -hmm. So I'm getting more hand soap than I am oh. beer. So I did. Huh, <laughs> weird. Well, let's, uh, let's get in on the, on the flavor then. Hmm. It, uh, it's, it's definitely got uh, some thickness to it. Yeah, it's a real thick mouthfeel. There's not much maltiness to it. Mm -mm. Um. It's a little citrusy. It is. It is. That was one of the first things I noticed. Uh, it doesn't have much of a hop residue, although there is a little bit there. 
Mm-hmm. Uh, all in all, it, for a, for a New England IPA, not bad, not bad, not my jam. But again, that's my sensibilities, not the beer itself. Yeah, it's. Yeah, I said it was pretty good. It's um, I don't know. I I feel like it's a little bit lacking for me though. What do you think it might need? Just anything. Just pick a direction. Oh, okay. Yeah, like I, it, it just doesn't really stand out in one way. Understood. So if it just picked any direction to go to, I'd be fine with. If it was more multi, if it was more hoppy, just one of those. Oh, okay. All right. Well, I'm still gonna gonna finish mine. Yeah, I'm still gonna finish it. It's you know, it's easy drinking. It is. Yeah. It is. If you're into the kind of the, the thicker New England stuff, it's a very easy drinker. Yeah. It just doesn't really stand out in any way for me. That's fair. Yeah. That's so. fair. So we're talking Log Yard out of Kane, Pennsylvania. We've had a little bit of fun with them uh, about where they're at. Uh, they are a small town up in uh, the Allegheny National Forest. That's the northern end of Pennsylvania. Uh, if you don't know about Kane, uh, they've got about 3,500 people there. And did you know, Steve? That Chuck Daly is from Kane. Who? <laughs> I knew you wouldn't know who that is. <laughs> <laughs> I know Andy Daly and I know Chuck Yeager. Don't try to mix words with me. <laughs> <laughs> no. Uh, Chuck Daly was actually a two-time NBA champion with the Detroit Pistons. He was their head coach. Oh, okay. And he was also the head coach of the 1992 Dream Team. At the oh, Olympics. all right. Yes. So he he is he actually has some some pedigree. Mm-hmm. Uh, I had no idea he was from Kane. Yeah, interesting. Yeah, that's pretty neat. It's like that one football player, Jim Kelly, being from East Brady. Nobody knows. Yeah, nobody knows except for East Brady because they got a big fucking sign about it. <laughs> <laughs> and Joe Montana's from somewhere down on eighty eight. Right. <laughs> In and abouts there. Yeah. He's oh, down right. in Washington. I don't care. <laughs> Yeah, that's it. <laughs> so I, I wanted to do a little bit of highlights. We're going to take a little bit of a uh, an American adventure during uh-huh. this segment, and we're going to start right here in Pennsylvania. I wanted to talk about a couple of different breweries uh, in small towns, and and compared to to Kane, uh, these things are tiny. Kane is a huge metropolis compared to some of these. <laughs> so what you're saying is that you somehow found breweries that were more remote. And smaller communities, yeah. Yeah, because, uh, I mean, we're talking, like, most of the time, breweries pop up in markets that are, you know, already pretty big, obviously. Right. Philadelphia and Pittsburgh, they got a shitload of breweries. Erie's been getting more breweries, and then it slowly fills in in, in between, <laughs> you know, like Route 79 is slowly filling in all those little towns in there. <laughs> and that is where we are going to be talking about. Okay. Uh, and the I'll, I'll give you four of them. And this one has the the largest population uh-huh. of all the four that we're talking about at a stout one thousand and four. Yeah. Okay. Uh, this is this is the uh, the Bluestone Brewing. They're in South Waverly. Never heard of it. Uh, neither had I. <laughs> neither had I. They are they are also a northern brewery. They are up. They're in South Waverly. <laughs> Listen, I don't make the rules. Is it south of New York? <laughs> yes, actually. Damn it. <laughs> they, are, they are right on the border between New York and Pennsylvania. Mm-hmm. Uh, there is a sh- very short little clip of uh, Interstate 86 uh-huh. that dips into Pennsylvania. That little dip. Okay. That's where they're at. <laughs> <laughs> 
Okay. Yes. Uh, so that is that is the largest one of this list at 1,004. Uh, the next one I know that you've heard of, uh, but Mortal's Key. No. You've never heard of Mortal's Key? This doesn't sound familiar. No. Oh, they are a Western Pennsylvania brewery in Jamestown. Uh, they are at the very bottom of Lake Pymatuning. Oh, okay. I know where that is. Yeah. Uh, very small community. Uh, their population is estimated at a staggering 577. <laughs> <laughs> it's a small little bird. Yeah, right? It's, it's, it's nice. Uh, I've been through there multiple times. Oh, yeah. Uh, but yes, they, they this is are. You're on your way to the Lionsville Spillway. <laughs> Don't judge. Don't judge. I got old bread. hot dogs, I, buns at those fishes again. Old bread I got to get rid of. <laughs> and I'm not just going to throw it away. It's like five people are laughing their asses off at this right now. But <laughs> you want hyper local, we'll get you hyper local. <laughs> Uh, see, that's the kind of meme shit you should throw out. The super hyper local Winesville <laughs> yes. fucking <laughs> yes. So the eight, I'm people, on it. <laughs> eight people that see it and know what it is. Yeah, <laughs> that's all you need. I'll, I'll get pie tuning on fucking Bud Light Seltzer <laughs> no time. <laughs> Meadville won't know how much to carry. <laughs> no, they won't. All of it. Just start sending boatloads worth. Uh, so the next one. Is South County Brewing? They're in Fawn Grove. They are on the exact opposite end of of Bluestone. Uh, Fawn Grove is right along the border with Maryland. Okay, and they have a population of four hundred and fifty-two. Neat. Yes. <laughs> uh, and one one other one I wanted to talk about. Uh, they've recently opened this year, uh, and they are in Shippenville, Pennsylvania. I know where that. That's on 66, isn't it? No, that is on 80. Okay. It's about five five miles north of I-80. Yeah, but and I thought you take 66, where 66 and 80 meet. Ah, uh, you are correct, yes. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> that is absolutely correct. Hell yeah. So they are, uh, they have a population of 448. And sure do. <laughs> they, are, they are the proud new home of the aptly named Lost in the Wilds Brewery. Yeah, all right, yeah. yeah. And, and if you take a look at their brewery space, it's out in the woods. Cool. It's out in the woods. It's, here's our building, there's trees. <laughs> That's about it. It's a great little great little space. I haven't been there yet, but looking at the photos, I need to get there. Uh, but as far as I could tell, that was the smallest community in Pennsylvania uh, that that has an active brewery. Okay. Uh, if, if there's any other ones that anybody knows about that can get below the line of 448. That, those are 2019 numbers. Come on, Sligo PA. Let me know. I mean, if you're in Sligo, you may as well just go over to Shippenville. I know. That's what I'm saying, though. But if they're trying, I'm pretty sure if they're lower. Hyper local. Yeah. <laughs> like six miles apart. Yeah. You got a six mile circle of people that are laughing at this. Yeah. Got them good, though. Tickle them right in the ribs. That's right. <laughs> Uh, so, yeah, I just wanted to talk about the. There are other breweries out there that are in small towns. Uh, it's not just Pittsburgh. It's not just Philly. It's not just Harrisburg. They're everywhere now. Fair enough. The, the breweries are expanding out to bigger and better places. Yeah. I would say, you know, the, these are good breweries to write down because I feel like more and more, I mean, people are going to be looking for outdoor spaces to drink in. Mm-hmm. And especially with the fall rolling around, you want to get those in. You know, as best you can. Yes. But, uh, you know, there, I, I guarantee there's going to be a lot of fire pits going. Oh, a absolutely. lot of places like this. Yeah. 
Definitely. And we had we uh, had been talking about small uh, small towns with breweries in Pennsylvania, and now we're going to go nationwide okay. to the smallest town that supports an active brewery. The smallest town that supports an active brewery. Yes. Can I guess what state it's in? Yes, you are more than welcome to. Montana. No. All right. I'm done. Okay, good, because I don't want to go through 48 others. You only want to do roll call? <laughs> no, okay. no, because I know as soon as I get to Rhode Island, you're going to be upset yeah. that I don't have any calamari to give you. <laughs> get down on some calamari, yo. <laughs> yeah, I can't help you with that. All right. Uh, no, Michigan. Oh, okay. Yeah, I was kind of surprised by that as well. It's both surprising and not surprising because Michigan is just full of breweries. So Yeah. Uh, but uh, we're going to talk about Alpha Brewing. Okay. And they are out of Alpha, Michigan. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> now, what, what makes sense on this one is uh, they are not on the mitten. All right. They are, are they up in that weird island? The Upper Peninsula? Yeah. That is not an island, which would make it a really weird island? Yes. Yeah, weird island. It's, <laughs> it's an island with three sides. Yeah, yeah, that is a weird island. Yeah, I know yeah. what I'm saying. <laughs> but they are in the town of Alpha, Michigan, and their current estimated population is 136. Cool. That's a that's a real strong per capita. Yeah, yeah. Uh, it, it, I was very interested in that. They're right near the Michigan-Wisconsin border. Uh-huh. Uh huh. And they are a bit of a ways away from their local Walmart. Huh. Good. Good. Half hour drive? Hmm. Yeah. <laughs> but they have a brewery that's closer. So. Yes. Yes. And they are active. Uh, they part of their their uh commitment is they are they're helping with the local community and part of their profits are fed back into uh local nonprofits. Oh, right on. Yes. So I, I find that to be uh, very admirable. So a shout out to Alpha. It's almost like a community brewery. It kind of is. It sounds like it. And what I what I understand it, it is a community space as well. A lot of, you know, nonprofits will meet there. A lot of, you know, community events will happen there. It's kind of the the, the cornerstone of the community. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. yeah that that makes a lot of sense then, because then at that point, I mean, it's named Alpha. It, it might be worth looking into more to find out it like who really set this place up? Because if it's named alpha after the town and it serves services, the community, the way it does, it really might've just been like some sort of thing that everybody came together and said, Hey, let's put a brewery up. And then we have some place and a reason for people to come here where it becomes a, like a municipal project. Yeah. And let's take all the mup ears from, <laughs> I'm sure Michigan has mup ears. <laughs> oh, absolutely. They have to here from Detroit. <laughs> Uh, so now I, we're going to talk about some of the extremes here in the United States. Okay. Uh, and first, we're going to talk about the westernmost brewery in, in the United States. Steve, would you like to guess which state that this brewery is in? I mean, is this in the contiguous? It is in the United States. All right. Well, then it's like Guam. No, it's actually Hawaii. Oh. Oh, yeah, that's right. Guam gets all their stuff shipped from Michigan. <laughs> Idiot. <laughs> well, not only that, but you got to worry about international datelines and prime meridians and things like that. Uh, yeah, okay. I mean, it's the West, depending on which way you went. Right. <laughs> uh, but they uh, are claiming to be the westernmost. They being Kaui Island Brewing. Okay. I'm sure you butchered that, but, you know, uh, people in Hawaii get it. K-A-U-A-I. Yeah, I don't know. Kauai? <laughs> it could be Kauai. Kauai? We're going with Kauai. Could be. Port Allen, Hawaii. Is where they're at. 
All right. They uh, they claim to not only be the westernmost uh, brewery in the United States, but the westernmost brewery in the world. Oh. Yes. So I guess they are going by the dateline. Uh, yes. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't. I didn't agree to that. I I think it's you did. You just didn't. Yeah. You yeah. came up through the United States yeah. education system. You agreed to it. Nah. <laughs> I agreed to none of this. All right. Uh, so a couple of quick notes about uh, Kauai Island. That's what I'm going with, Kauai Island. Uh, they have the largest selection of pinball machines in the state of Hawaii. Oh, yeah. You, you know, it's probably not too hard to shoot for. It's seven. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Which, hey. I'm all for it. Right. <laughs> I'm all for it. I'm just saying, it's like the largest collection of pinball machines uh, in Hawaii. Okay, yeah. Yes. <laughs> uh, but they do have a nice little uh, nice little prize. If you play the pinball machine and you get a high score, an all-time high score, free t-shirt. Cool. Yes. Does so, it say I played pinball on one? No. Does it say pinball wizard? No. Well, I, don't buy, I don't believe the shirt has anything to do with pinball. Does it say see me, hear me? <laughs> no. <laughs> Elton John was in that musical movie. I know he was. Yeah. He played the piano. Yeah. So another couple of quick things. Uh, they are home of the Fonz. That is their IPA. Oh, good boo. That's a, yeah, I, I'd be willing to put that IPA on my list simply because of that name. <laughs> boo. <laughs> I think it's fantastic. Uh, and what's really nice is I did a little looking on Google Maps. Yeah. Uh, and they have a very nice little walkthrough. You know how some spaces, uh, like in New Orleans or a lot of Las Vegas places, the uh, the Google Maps, somebody will put a backpack on and they'll walk yeah. through a bunch of spaces. Oh, okay. They did that here. Oh. Uh, including the brewery space. Oh. So you can walk into the brewery space and take a look at all the fermenters and everything like that. That's nice. Yeah. I thought it was uh, rather interesting. One thing of note is uh, they have a center pole with a bunch of stickers, brewery stickers. Yeah. We need to get our sticker on there. Oh, okay. Sure. I want that to happen. Yeah, we'll send we'll send them stickers. Yes, you can send them a bunch of stickers. We could do that because we could just buy a bunch of the stickers that we have up on T Public, which uh, everybody can get. Right, T Search word Hop Nation USA. Nah, you know what? No, 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 because it actually just brings up an Amer- a bunch of American T shirts. Oh, yeah, you got to go T slash L I C slash Hop Nation USA. Oh, my. Okay. Yeah, it'll get you to the user page, but I, I've actually tried just searching Hop Nation USA. Uh-huh. It doesn't bring up our shit. That's it brings up a bunch of dog shit, like, like bad oh. American Eagle t-shirts. Oh, that's disappointing. And not American Eagle with a company. Right. But just t-shirts with stupid American Eagles. Screaming and like, Eagles. Yeah, and like, colors don't run, and then it's like three different fonts, and it's garbage. <laughs> Poorly put together. Yeah, it's trash. So oh. don't search Hop Nation USA. Uh, so now we got to go north. Okay. Steve, would you like to guess which state this is in? Alaska. There you go. <laughs> <laughs> the theme of the segment is remote <laughs> breweries. I'm going to go with Alaska. That is correct. And we are going to Fox, Alaska, which is just outside of Fairbanks. Okay. Uh, they are the northernmost brewery in America, and they being Silver Gulch. And that's going to be all America, isn't it? Even North America. I believe I doubt Canada. So. They are not the northernmost in the world. I know that. I believe there's a couple in uh, Norway that are a little bit higher. Oh, I'm sure. I'm sure. Yeah. But, uh, those Arctic Circle monsters. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I don't know if there's a Canadian brewery that's that's further north. Have I doubt to be, it. It'd have to be in the territories and then. Right. I don't think anybody goes up in there. 
Yes. Uh, but what's <laughs> what's very interesting is, and I didn't know about this until I, I was doing some research earlier, is I actually have a growler from them. Oh, do you? Yeah. How'd you get that? Uh, if you turn around, you can look at it. Ah, it's a visual element, and I'm not turning around right okay. now. I'll look at it after the segment. So <laughs> hyper local. Yeah. We're getting super hyper local. <laughs> it's just who and me, Steve. Right. It's just the setup of the house. <laughs> Now only Katie, Kelsey, and Dennis are laughing. <laughs> and Bubba, maybe, if he remembers. Right, right. But, uh, yeah, uh, so my brother had gone to Alaska uh, a few years ago uh-huh. to go backpacking in the wilderness. And when him and his group got back into town, they needed food and they needed beer. So they went to the Silver Gulch. Oh, cool. And that was kind of a, that was a, hey, I went to Alaska. Here's a memento. And he brought me back, brought me back a growler. Oh. Which I thought was pretty neat. Right on. And it is currently on display in my display case. Honestly, I don't think of Gulch when I think of Alaska. I don't either. It sounds like, like I mean, I'm sure that just means something different that I just don't understand the meaning of. Because I know there's a lot of silver deposits in Alaska. That is correct. Yeah, silver makes sense. Right. It's the Gulch part. Yeah. Gulch, to me, seems more like a central or northern California. Or a Nevada. Yeah. Any kind of desert shit. Mm-hmm. I just guess I learned the word Gulch wrong. <laughs> <laughs> or maybe they didn't learn it enough. That too. So Silver Gulch, I don't have much to say about them. Okay, but you do have things from them. And you, yes. So you can prove they exist. Yes, I can prove. I'll post something up on them. You, you've, had somebody, you've had somebody be there. It exists. And you know where we're going? We're going to the south. What's in the south? What state do you think it is, Steve? New Mexico. No. They're in the south. They, they, you are correct. <laughs> that is not the right state. Uh, Texas? Nope. I don't know. It's Florida. Oh, that sounds... Yes. <laughs> yes. Because we're going all the way down to Key West. Oh, okay. <laughs> and we're going to be going to First Flight Brewing. And they're like on the... Uh, they're on the Keys? They are in Key West. Yeah, but I'm just saying like they're on the, the southernmost key. Key West. All right. Which is the southernmost key. <laughs> I don't know. It is. <laughs> All right. It is. I thought there was like a bunch of keys. There are, but this yeah. is the southernmost. So Key West is the southernmost mm-hmm. key of the keys. Yeah. All right. Yeah. Learn something every day. Yeah, there you go. Uh, and they are first flight brewing. They only have three beers available. I found that to be kind of odd, but they're connected to a restaurant as well. So uh, they might be paying attention to food just as much as they are the beer. Right. So what's interesting is why they are called first flight is because the brewery is housed in the same building that Pan Am Airlines sold their first tickets out of. Okay. Yeah. Apparently, Pan Am was founded in Key West. All right. I had no idea. Neither did I. Yeah. I found that to be very interesting. I guess that makes sense, though. Pan Am? Yeah. Yeah. Just, yeah, you got to get all the way down south, so you better start from the southern position. (laughs) Yeah, to get down, down in the Panamas and then the Americas. Can't be refueling. <laughs> right. Right. Cross uh, that ocean. So I uh, I took a look at their menu, and Steve, I don't know how you feel about clams. I'm down for them. So they have uh, beer-steamed clams? I'd be there. I think you would enjoy? Maybe. I think you'd find Maybe. Maybe. D- it depends. If there is like, if it's IPA-steamed, I'm into it. If it's just like a big, thick doppelbock or something like that. Maybe not. I might not be. Because then it just tastes like, I don't know, like beer. But not clams. Right. You lose all the clam flavor. Well, I guess we could uh, send a message out to First Flight and ask them. Beer fried clams would be different. I'm sure we can get that too. Yeah. I'm just saying that'd be different from steamed. 
Listen, you, you've got cachet. <laughs> you've got Bud Light Seltzer money. Maybe. <laughs> and you had to go do market research. Hyper-local market research. That's right. I got to go get hyper-local on Key West. <laughs> I need to know what memes connect with the people. Something about pies. Right. It's got to be something about can't, pies. Can't all be pie memes. <laughs> I got to find out what else they're into. Maybe we can start getting them to sell these seltzer-steamed clams. <laughs> no. <laughs> All right, try it once, see what happens. Try it once, see what happens. You know? <laughs> Just use somebody else's equipment. But I got to be there to taste test. That's right. Yeah, I got to taste test the seltzer clams against the beer clams against the regular clams. Yeah, and you're right. You have to be there. I have to be there. It's part my of your idea. job. It's my idea. <laughs> fly me out. All expenses paid. <laughs> fly me out Pan Am so I can... <laughs> and, he do, and he don't fly business. Fuck no. Too big. <laughs> it's first class or nothing. I need to lay down. <laughs> Else I'm going to get an embolism in my legs. <laughs> I don't know where to go from that one. So I'm just going to move on. And we only have one cardinal direction left, Steve. East? East. Okay. What state's that one? Uh, this is going to be Maine. It is going to be Maine. Yeah, because that's the northern eastest. <laughs> 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 that's how they get nor'easters at. <laughs> oh, is that right? Yeah. Oh, all right. I got nor'easters off of that. Lubick. Brewing. Lubick uh, Brewing? Yes, out of Lubick, Maine. Okay. Which is the easternmost town in America. Yeah. And they are a very small brewery. Yeah. One barrel. One barrel. One barrel. One barrel. Yes. Horses, <laughs> uh, yes. Did they build the brewery on the sour ground? <laughs> yes. <laughs> okay. Yes, they did. Ground sour. <laughs> Don't go that way. <laughs> Damn it. So I, I took a look. They have uh, a couple of good beers. The one I was most interested in was the Kawada Cup, I believe it's called. Kawada Cup. Kawada Cup, which is their spruce tip beer. Oh, okay. Which I know you're a fan of the spruces. Yeah. So I would like to try that very much. I'd try that beer. So if you're in Maine and you want to go to the easternmost brewery in the United States, that's where you got to go. Lubick. Cool. Those are all the cardinal directions that I have. I'm not going to talk about the closest one to me. Those Those are your most remotest breweries in america that i could find yeah there you go that you could find yes if you think you have a brewery that lives somewhere deeper in the woods like i don't know somewhere in louisiana like you gotta buy you right where you gotta take like three different airboats (laughs) and a crazy bridge (laughs) i believe the most remote in terms of between breweries somewhere down in texas down in west texas yeah for sure there's a single brewery that's like 120 miles away from the next one Nice. <laughs> a long ways away. It's probably 120 miles from everything. From everything, except for maybe a couple of oil fields and a head of cattle. Neat. Yes. <laughs> so you got to go to West Texas so you can get hyper local memes there Food too. Food and gas. <laughs> Food and gas. I might send an intern. There you go. <laughs> to Texas. <laughs> it is hot. Yes, it is. And I am fat. <laughs> so let's add more calories to that with this misery whip. Hell yeah. What'd you think, Steve, now that you had a chance to sip on a little bit more? Yeah, it's still fine. Like, it, it's perfectly easy drinker. Mm-hmm. Again, not terribly refreshing, though. It's not. a Log Yard, both of these so far have been a bit on the thick side. For me, I have no problem with that. You know, I, I like something with a little bit of body. Yeah. I found the more warmed up, it got a little bit uh, more bitter. Mm-hmm. But otherwise, yeah, it's still a perfectly fine drinker. Uh didn't uh, it still doesn't really stand out that much against a bunch of every other New England IPA? I've it had. doesn't, but it doesn't fall behind either. 
No, it doesn't fall behind. It's not bad in any way. No, absolutely not. Yeah. So I guess, like, if you were remote, uh? you know, and you could only get, you know, a New England IPA from one person. Get yeah. this one. I, I think what we're seeing is more that uh, New England IPA is becoming more of a staple beer. Mm-hmm. Uh, so every brewery has a New England IPA now, yes. at least in Pennsylvania. Yeah. As far as I can tell. Like, I, I, I've heard reports of other states not clamoring for New England IPAs the way we do. Really? Yeah, I've heard reports. I've heard things. I'm very curious which states these are. Yeah, it's, I, I think it's every one that isn't us in New England. <laughs> <laughs> but, yeah, New England IPAs are becoming more, you know, standard and common, mm-hmm. whereas you know, 10 years ago, 15 years ago, you walk into a brewery and it's, you know, a red, an amber. Mm-hmm. Two IPAs in the way it should be. Well, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. All right, what? Uh, let's take a break. Let's get a third one lined up. And I promise you, this one is not an IPA. You don't have to promise me shit. I don't care. I'll drink IPAs all day, every I'm day. Speaking to the audience. <laughs> <laughs> maybe, maybe. Well, some of them drink all the IPAs all day. Maybe every they day. do. Maybe they do. All right, we'll be right back after these short, yet enthralling messages. Hurrah. Hi, I'm Matt. And I am Jesse. So like, what is American Slacker, I guess, right? The highest amount of dick jokes per episode per podcast. We've been on the air for 57 straight years. 57 straight years of dick jokes. Things constantly soaring over my head. You pulling my chain and your weekly weird news. We're also cannabis friendly. We kind of sneak it in there, almost like you're lacing the brownies at the family reunion. It's the ride of your motherfucking life. Fucking 11 when there's only 10 on the dial. Weapons of mass destruction. It's a threat to society. Food assaults. Yeah, that happens too sometimes. An ostrich took a lit match into a fireworks factory. <laughs> I don't even know where to go with that one. No, that's our third story. Oh my God. America, what are you doing? So is someone dumb getting fucked over. Well, you know, they should have never gave raccoons rights, in my opinion. <laughs> oh my God. You can help us. You can help everyone. Download our shit now. We're second America. America. Welcome back, everybody. I'm a horse's ass. In our previous segment, I looked at my notes, and I looked at my notes wrong. Uh, for the brewery in Shippenville, I had called, it, called them Lost in the Woods. That is wrong. They are Lost in the Wilds Brewing. Okay. So I wanted to clear that up. Okay. So I cleared that up. They appreciate it. I appreciate it, too, because that's going to bug me. Okay, well, it's over now. So. so if Steve is able to work some magic where you can just take that clip of Lost in the Wilds and post that over everywhere I said Lost in the Wild, we don't have to have this segment in the first place. <laughs> we will see. There's a good chance that it's going to be both. <laughs> okay. That both this segment still exists. <laughs> and I did the editing. All right. That's good. I deserve it. Uh, but you know what else I deserve? What? More log yard. Yeah. Everybody deserves more log yard. Because in general, I think I'm a decent person. Sure. I think Steve's a decent person. Ooh, let's not push things. I think Steve's a person. Yeah. (laughs) And Steve deserves beer. So we're going to give him beer. Actually, we're not going to give him beer. Okay. Because we're going with some log yard Shandy Le Bleu. Shandy Le Bleu. Yeah, that's not beer. That's Shandy. Yes. I've been tricked. You have been tricked. (laughs) Uh, because it does not meet the Steve criteria. Yeah, it's not beer. 
No, it's not. Yeah. But I'm still going to drink it. I'll still drink it. And Steve's going to drink it. But yeah. in Steve's mind, it is not beer because it is not at least 4% alcohol. It, oh, God. It ch- chimes in at only 3.2. Oh, God. <laughs> Even doing. <laughs> Your best, Steve. <laughs> Your best. Uh, you know who could enjoy this? Who? Utah. They could. Let's make this the official beer of Utah. You know what? Yes. I would much <laughs> rather this be the official beer of Utah than Budweiser. Well, they may too. You know, as soon as we do a taste test, <laughs> we can tell them. <laughs> I, I, I'm still back in Logyard. Yeah. yeah I don't care about your meme money. <laughs> I need that meme money. <laughs> take that meme money out of my pocket. What you doing? Just have both. Just take the log yard and then just pour it into a Bud Light seltzer can. No one's going to know the difference. Oh, God. That... You wash it out first, you oh, boob. No. No, I'm pretty sure people can tell the difference between seltzer and uh, shandy. Pretty sure. If you pretty it, sure. If you pour it in a can, you don't have to worry about it. Pretty sure. Just be like, nah, it's blueberry seltzer. <laughs> don't pretty look sure. inside. Don't look inside. Don't look on the can that says lemon lime. Yeah, it's fine. <laughs> You're... You're, what is it, Captain Meme or whatever the hell it was? Chief Meme Officer. Whatever. Get my title right. <laughs> I am to be respected. <laughs> oh, okay. Hey, even if I'm not the Chief Meme Officer of Bud Light Seltzer, I'm the Chief Meme Officer on this goddamn show. <laughs> so true. still respect the title. <laughs> <laughs> Salute the rank, not the man. That's right. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like uh, Robert De Niro in uh, A Few Good Men. Is that one with the diving? Wait. With the diving? Yeah, yeah, yeah. With Cuba Gooden Jr. where he's No, di- no, no, no. A few good men. That was that was with Tom Cruise and uh, Oh yeah, that's Tom Jack- Cruise and Jack Nicholson. What's yeah. the was it uh Men of Honor? Three point two. It's a blueberry shandy. It comes from Kane. Let's drink it. Let's crack this open. Okie dokie. Beer's poured up, ready to go. Yes, it is. And this looks a lot different from the other two that we've had. Yeah. It's being, a lot lighter. Yeah, a lot lighter, completely clear. Yes. It, uh, it, wow, that is a really light-looking beer. Yeah. Uh, it, it's pretty... I mean, it's a, yeah, a little bit of effervescence on it, but mm-hmm. the that head did not stick around at all like it the did other not. ones. It, it looks a lot like uh, like ginger ale. I would say it's a little brighter than ginger ale. This is getting close to, like, uh, I don't want to say nuclear like a, water. <laughs> like a sparkling white wine, maybe? It's got a green tinge to it. Oh, man. That's not much. Not much, but it's still there, and it makes it stick out. Mm-hmm. They like it, and I think that's probably the blueberries going to a really yellow. That would So if sense. you know your color palettes, yes. it creates a little wheels. bit of... Yeah. <laughs> if you know your colors and how they come together, it's creating like a, a weird green haze around the edge mm-hmm. that is... I mean, it's, it's neat, and it helps it stick out. So, yes. Yeah. On, on the nose... It, uh, you have no doubt that there's blueberries in there. Yeah, it's a lot of blueberries. Mm-hmm. I'm smelling something a little artificial, too. Okay. Maybe medicine-y is what I'm oh. smelling. Yeah, not so much artificial, but more medicine-y. Okay. Because it smells. Yeah. All right. Yeah. Well, I nice. smell blueberries, but it smells a little like cough medicine-y a little okay. bit. Yeah. Well, let's try it. That is a lot of blueberries. That's a, huh. <laughs> <laughs> That's a lot of blueberries. I'm honestly not, I'm getting blueberries, but I'm not getting like a lot of blueberries. Really? 
Yeah. Oh, I'm getting a good a good amount of blueberries. I'm getting a lot of sugary tastes. There is also a lot of sugar. I'm getting a lot of sugary tastes. But uh, to me, I'm getting a lot of blueberry. And yes, there is a, a good bit of good bit of sugar in there as well. But I'm getting a good portion of, of blueberry up front. Yeah, it's there. It, like I'm not denying that. It, it's not as much as uh, you know. It's not as bad as our guys. Wait, what? The guys? The guys? The guys from Maine? The guys blueberry? Oh, yes, yes, yes. Now yes, that yes, one yes. has a lot of blueberries yes. in it. Uh, and <laughs> well, the other nice thing is it is not wild blue either. Well, yeah, it's definitely not wild blue. It's drinkable. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Is what this is. I mean, this is drinkable. Wild blue is undrinkable. It it's is just, an abomination. That is fucking t- condensing uh, Frankenberry. <laughs> it's an insult to Frankenberry. Yeah. It's condensing Frankenberry into a beer. Yes. And this is not that. No. No, this is drinkable. It's just, it has, a, it's very, very sweet. Mm-hmm. And I can't really blame the other beers for that because a lot of times if you have, you know, a really heavy IPA or a really bitter beer and then you switch over to something like this, it'll kind of, you know, it'll jog your, yeah. your taste buds into thinking it's a little sweeter than what it really is. That's possible, yeah. yeah but the, the first two that we had, yes, they were in the IPA realm, but they weren't particularly bitter. They're, they had a lot of malty backbone to them as well. Mm-hmm. So I think this is just a really sweet beer. Yeah. Yeah, it might be. I don't, I'm don't. i not sure if what you're saying is at play or not. I don't know, man. I don't get paid enough for this. I know. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But I'm going to keep drinking on it. Okay. Yeah, it's it's fine. It's yeah. drinkable. Oh, absolutely. So. All, all right. right. So what do we have for segment three, Steve? So segment three, and we've, you know, we've touched here and there. I wanted to take a look at you know, the wildness of beer, all the things that find their way into beer. <laughs> <laughs> that should or perhaps should not right. be added in. And I also, I mean, if you look over the long history of beer, there's, I mean, everything's been in beer. Oh, yeah. From bull testicles to yeast found in beards to squid ink. So Bunch of bullshit. Right. There's bunch of things that have been in beer. But in 2020, we've already seen a hot dog beer. Gross. From the Chamonix Creek. Yes. Yeah, with their sheets beer. Mm -hmm. Yeah. But, I mean, I tasted it. You can't taste hot dog. All right. Everybody else I know who's tasted it, you can't taste the hot dog. So they just put it in there as a gimmick. All right. Yeah. Hey, got you to drink it, didn't it? Not really, no. (laughs) I mean, sort of, but not really. Your, your morbid curiosity got the best of you. Yeah, it didn't get me to buy it. It got me to take a sip <laughs> from somebody else who had bought it. That works. <laughs> right. But it didn't get me to buy it. And it's also just because I had heard beforehand, like, from everybody else that it didn't taste like a hot dog beer. Mm, okay. Yeah. So yeah. I was like, oh, why am I going to buy something that doesn't right. even taste like <laughs> Yeah. On the other hand, there's Oscar Blues, who's also introduced their mustard beer. <sighs> with their collaboration with French's. Right. I would buy that. Because, would you really? Yeah, I'm, dude. I'm a mustard man. I, 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 I'll get down with some mustard, but I'm not a mustard man. I don't seek out different mustards. I got like three or four different mustards in my fridge right now. I think now. I got one. Yeah, I got three or four. And you're so. lucky. I got that one. <laughs> I got three or four. They got different uses. <laughs> nope, I got one. Got my hot dog mustard. Got my Cuban mustard. Got my, uh, like it's a it's a it's a brown garlic. Ooh. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I've got one that is 
It's a yellow mustard with jalapenos in it. Okay. It's good all-purpose mustard. That's fine. Yeah, that's all-purpose, but with a little spice. Mm-hmm. But yeah, I would try Oscar Blues's mustard beer. Um, and then, obviously, if you've been paying any attention at all, Dunkaroos are back. Yes. And so somebody <laughs> brewed a beer in honor of that, and they called it Dunkaroos. And I'm pretty sure it's just cookies, vanilla frosting, and sprinkles. We've kind of already seen that before. Yeah, we've already seen that, but hey, it's a tie-in. Uh, what I wanted to look at tonight is I'm going to give you a couple uh, products okay. or things in the world, food items mostly. Yes, I hope. <laughs> I hope. Pretty much all food items. But uh, I'm going to see. I'm going to see if you know whether or not they've made it into beer. Oh, okay. Yeah, and if they haven't made it into beer, mm-hmm. maybe we can think of who can take tackle that. All right, <laughs> I'm in for that. Yeah. So let's start pretty easy and. Obviously, I think at this point, everything that's sugared, whether it be soda, candy, chocolate, mm-hmm. cookie, cake, treats, they've all made it in the beer at some point. Yes. At this, so, but it, you know, I'll throw it out there and get more specific. Big Red Soda. You, you fan of the Big Red? I, I wasn't in the, in the past. Yeah. Uh, back in the day when I could have sugar of that level. <laughs> I can't anymore. Yeah. Because I'm old. Right. Make you sleep. <laughs> and there's no reason to have a diet Big Red. <laughs> <laughs> but you've had Big Red. Oh, yes. Okay. Oh, yes. So do you know whether or not that made it into beer? It almost has to have been in a beer. It absolutely has been into a beer. And it you know, debuted this year from the uh, the Isla Street Brewery in San Antonio, Texas. Oh, all right. Okay, Texas is the home of Big Red. Just like Dr. Pepper. Right. So they, they put in some... Uh, Big red syrup. Okay. All right. Not even, their, not even the carbonated cans. They just not even the carbonation. Whole hog syrup. Yeah, they just went syrups. <laughs> I like it. Uh, they put that in and they came up with the big Rojo Berliner Weiss. A Berliner Weiss? Yeah. Ugh. Yeah. I'd get down with that. Yeah. So, but yeah, that, that's kind of obvious again. Soda makes sense. A lot yes. of people are getting into the make things taste like soda. Mm-hmm. Treats. Yeah. All about treats in 2020. Yeah. Do you think Fago has made it in, though? No. Really? I do. I assume the moon mist has been used. <laughs> uh, there's like three breweries <laughs> in Michigan that have all used Fago. <laughs> uh, Redline Brewery has used a lot of Fago. Uh, there was another brewery that made a Fagoza. Oh, that's a good name. <laughs> oh, I like that. It was a, it was a grape Fagoza. <laughs> Yeah. yeah, I like yeah, that. Yeah, Fago's for sure been used. <laughs> Michigan loves Fago, <laughs> and they love putting it in beer. <laughs> so let's go with one that you may or may not know. Okay. Flaming Hot Cheetos. Uh, it shouldn't. <laughs> but I bet you it, that it has. And you would be betting correct. <laughs> uh, why? Just recently, within the past couple of weeks, uh, Martin House Brewing out of Fort Worth, Texas. Those damn Texans. <laughs> Those damn Texans. <laughs> Rooting and tooting. <laughs> <sighs> they put out their fiery, crunchy, cheesy boys. Ew. Yeah. <laughs> no. <laughs> and I assume boys is spelled with an I. Yep. B-O-I-S. <sighs> boys. Yeah. <sighs> damn mm. it. Yeah, uh, of all things, it's a sour. Ew. <laughs> uh, a, a hot sour? A hot sour beer. 
<laughs> See, all it makes me think of is is hot and sour soup. Right, yeah. And that stuff is gross. Hot and sour soup sucks. Yeah, hot and sour soup does suck. I'll agree <laughs> with you on that. I, I uh, never never really eat it. No. There's something gross about it. But then again, I don't like sour things, so <laughs> I, I do like sour things and it's gross. Get me some egg drop. Thank you very much. <laughs> it it is five point two percent. Uh-huh. And nine IBUs, so that's good for All you. Right, okay, they get one. <laughs> But uh, reviews are not glowing. I can imagine not. And y- if you look at this beer, there's plenty of pictures posted of it already. Boy, it just looks like Clamato. Oh. Oh, that's gross. <laughs> yeah. Ah. Yeah. Ugh. So, you know, maybe Martin House found something that people want something that some people want <laughs> they're too occupied or whether they could they right stop to think if they should yes this is very much the jurassic park segment yes <laughs> all right let's move on let's find something else gross <laughs> yes let's ricotta cheese do you think that's been in beer yet i don't think there has been much cheese so i'm gonna say i'm gonna go with no i'm saying there has not been ricotta cheese and that is correct. Yes. In all of my research, I no one <laughs> has fucked around and made a ricotta cheese beer. <laughs> why would you? What would what 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 style would you do? I don't know. I just. But why would you make a flaming hot Cheeto beer a sour? Oh no! Fair point. Yeah, I'm just fair I, point. Yeah, like uh, if you had to guess what a flaming hot Cheeto beer style would be, you would not guess sour. So, no, that would be yeah. low on the list. Yeah, but still, yeah, nobody's fucked around with ricotta cheese. There has been a blue cheese beer. Oh, okay. Yeah. Don't remember who did it. I just know it happened and nah. <laughs> I pushed it from my mind. Yeah, but blue cheese kind of makes sense because at least that has a level of distinct taste. Ricotta isn't exactly a standout cheese. Not really, no. It's kind of a eh, yeah, it's kind of, a, kind of yeah. a filler cheese. Right, yeah. It's pretty meh on the palate, so there's not much yeah. not much reason to put it in. I did, however, mm-hmm. find that out of Wilkesbury, Pennsylvania. Okay. Yes, there is Breaker Brewing. Okay. And they put out a ricotta cookie. A ricotta cookie? Ricotta cookie. Ricotta cookies are pretty common around here. You just don't know it. I mean, that's kind of a counterintuitive statement. They're pretty common. It's not, you just don't know about it. Well, uh, <laughs> commonality doesn't mean knowledge of. <laughs> when you're five... You're made up of atoms. You just don't know that you're made up of atoms. This is true. This is true. So <laughs> but where, atoms are very common. <laughs> do you know where you would be able to get a ricotta cookie around here? Mostly weddings. They're well, okay. You go to the cookie table and you sort. I'm through. just saying they are the most. They are very common on cookie tables, mm-hmm. but they are also the most ignored cookies. I would say. Interesting. You're, they're like just those big doughy white cookies. Oh. That occasionally either have powdered sugar. Or yeah. just like frosting on them. Oh. And they look like they look bad, and then you <laughs> put them in your mouth and they're just dry <laughs> and fucking turn into paste. Like you, you've had, you, I guarantee you've had a ricotta cookie. I in probably your face. have. Yeah. And it's just bad. <laughs> oh, well, maybe I have to revisit. Yeah. Well, next wedding you go to. There you go. I'll go, I'll go zipping straight over to the cookie table. Yeah. Next time you see a cookie table, you go, oh, that's that fucking ricotta cookie. That thing. Yeah. Steve's fault. <laughs> It's not like a bazelle or a thumbprint. Well, or yeah. a Buckeye for that matter. Right, or a Buckeye. I'll, I'll get down with them. 
get down with a Buckeye. Please, those aren't even cookies. That's just that's just sugar bombs. Right. That's just fucking chocolate and peanut butter. Yeah. Like that's not a cookie. That's I'm just still letting candy. it on the table. <laughs> that's just candy they refuse to put out. <laughs> Assholes. <laughs> Stop trying to hide it from me. Go over to the singles table where you belong. Yeah. Uh, yeah, but they it was a it was a cookie share. Like they have a series of beers and it's cookie share. Mm, okay. So yeah, they made ricotta cookie beer. Huh. But there was no ricotta in it. So hey. Hey. <laughs> sounds gross. Yeah. A uh, next possibility. Mm-hmm. Onion. Oh, definitely there's been an onion beer. Okay. There has to be. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. All right. I, honestly, it was kind of hard to find one. Really? But yeah. But there has been one. Oh. Yeah. Okay. At least one. <laughs> How do you know who made it, it? It was hard to find one because when you search onion beer, most of the time you come up with a brewery called Wild Onion. Oh, okay. Yeah. <laughs> All right. So it's like, but they don't put onions in their beer. <laughs> Surprisingly, though, the brewery that did make an onion beer that I found mm-hmm. is also in PA. <laughs> what the hell, Pennsylvania? <laughs> Quit acting up. <laughs> where is this one at? Oh, this one's in Hummelstown. I have no idea where Hummelstown is. It's outside of Harrisburg. All right. <laughs> yeah. Uh, they're they are opening their tap room soonish. Oh, okay. In Hummelstown, uh, but they've been brewing. It's called Howling Henry's, and uh, they made the Bopa. Bopa. The Bopa. The basil onion pale ale. Oh, okay. All right, that actually makes a lot of sense. Yeah, I know. I get where the name came from. Right, Bopa. Okay. <laughs> At a Bopa. <laughs> yeah, they made so they made an onion beer and they made it right here in PA. Huh. Huh. <laughs> Well, then I guess the next one should be mushrooms, if you're going to be Pennsylvania. Right. <laughs> that makes sense. Yeah. There's a lot of mushrooms in Pennsylvania. A lot of mushrooms. Uh, I didn't look that one up. I didn't look for mushroom beers, simply Either because, has. yeah, I already figured, I mean, we've already talked about truffle beer in the past. Mm-hmm. It's technically a mushroom. Right. So, not, like... I don't need to go any further. Yeah. I don't... Good enough for me. <laughs> yeah, good enough. <laughs> <laughs> Call me when you make psilocybin beers, and then... <laughs> I don't know what that is. <laughs> That's the, that's the that's to get you high, mushroom. Oh, uh, those ones. Yeah. All right. Yeah. There you go. Okay. <laughs> Again, commonality, but you don't know. <laughs> <laughs> Let's move on to something very very obvious. Okay. And we'll see if you get it, but it's very obvious. Kale. I assume kale has been used, and I assume it's in a goza. Probably. <laughs> There's a lot of kale beers. Yeah. Because everybody jumped on to the superfood trend. Yes. Got to get on that bandwagon. Everybody had to have a kale beer if you wanted to be trendy for a time. It's not really very new, but the one I wanted to point out was the India Kale Ale. That's a good name. Mm, It's all right. I like it. Yeah. Uh, But it came from the now-closed Iron Triangle. Aw. Home to TV show Bruise Brothers. Poor Bruise Brothers. (laughs) Not really. Oops. Not really. Maybe it carries. I like their space, though. They had a good space. Yeah, nice space. Hopefully somebody else buys it. End of list. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Kale, pretty obvious. But what about cabbage? Cabbage? Cabbage. If if this is a no, I already know who should make one. Okay. So I'm going to say no. It is a no from all the research I've been able to do. Okay. Yeah. uh, Outside, I mean... And again, I'm not counting like home brewers because mm-hmm. I'm sure home brewers. I'm just talking everything that's been commercially available. Right, right. I haven't found a cabbage beer. Okay. A lot of people were trying to experiment in the homebrew scene because red cabbage will give you a nice dye. Ah, uh, yes, it will. Yeah. But did not find a cabbage beer. 
Well, I already know who should make it. Okay. Uh, it should be East End. Okay. And they should work again with Permani Brothers. Right. And they should call <laughs> it their number two seller. <laughs> the old uh, cabbage and carrot. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yes, I also did some searching. There was also no coleslaw beer. <laughs> okay. Yeah. <laughs> I, I, I was going to go down that route, but I didn't want to. Right. <laughs> Yeah, uh, no, it's no cold slop. Okay, then that that should be the number two seller there. Right. Let's do with that. So yeah. East End, get at us. We'll help you out. Let's work on a cold. Let's work on a cold slop here. <laughs> yeah, from everything I was reading, though, cabbage like cheese is very hard to work with, mm-hmm. and most of the time you're going to get a lot of that farty smell. And you don't want farty smell. You don't want farty smell in your beer. <laughs> so, cabbage has still been a no. Still, still a no. Still a no. As of right now. Flaming Hot Cheetos are in. <laughs> Cabbage out. <laughs> what a world to live in. <laughs> Next one. Yes. And this will be our last one. Okay. Borscht. 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 Uh, the magic soup. The magic soup. Borscht. No. Incorrect. <laughs> Damn it. <laughs> there is borscht beer. <laughs> there is borscht beer. There is borscht beer. All right. What Pennsylvania brewery made this one? No Pennsylvania. All right. <laughs> no America. No America. No America. Oh. <laughs> it's Moscow. <laughs> I don't know why I'm surprised by that. Yes. Samovar Brewing in Moscow. Oh. They make right. grandma's borscht goza. <laughs> I guess it goes. It would make sense with that. Yeah. I've never actually had borscht. Uh, so it is a decoction of beef broth. Oh. Beets. Yeah. Garlic, parsley, dill, and allspice. Okay, that makes sense. And a bay leaf. Yeah, all right. I'll <laughs> buy that. They take all that and then put it into a goza recipe. Oh, that's something, all right. They have they have grandma's borscht <laughs> and they have grandma's borscht spicy. Grandma borscht spicy have Carolina Reaper pepper. Oh! <laughs> <laughs> oh that's so mean. And on top of all of that, <laughs> it's a goza. That's seven and a half percent. Oh, that's a that's a dare beer. Yes, it is. That's a, and I dare anybody listening in Russia because I know we have a couple <laughs> of yes. Anybody listening in Russia who can get us a bottle from Samovar Brewing, send it on over. Pack it in one of those Matryoshka dolls to yes. hide it from the UPS. Yes. <laughs> So I will say that I publicly publicly do not support this wink wink nudge nudge. <laughs> there, I'm covered. I double support. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, good animals borscht. Wolf. Eh. So big red in borscht in, flaming hot Cheetos in, cabbage out. Cabbage out. <laughs> Poor cabbage. Poor cabbage. Cabbage deserves better. Yeah. This uh. is even considering the fact that we've had pierogi beer. Yeah. Yeah. But for some reason, Flamin' Hot Cheetos gets in. They get in the club. Yeah. We've had pierogi beer, put cabbage still on the outs. Nobody figured it out yet. Awful. Just awful. <laughs> it's horrible. 2020, you're awful. Yeah, 2020 sucks. <laughs> yeah, it does. Yeah, it does. <laughs> so that that's the little update. You could have all the other things you can tick off your list <laughs> that have been in beer. The, the, the list is getting shorter and shorter every day. How long does it take until somebody just takes an actual just aluminum can and throws it into the boil? And, and calls just, it a canned beer. <laughs> it's just called it a canned beer. I don't know. It's it's inevitable. 
So it's only funny if they put it in bottles. Yes. Agreed. <laughs> Agreed. <laughs> yeah, you can't you can't just have it in a can. That's cannibalism. Yeah. <laughs> and on that note, let's get back to this Chandy Le Bleu from Logyard. I like it. I think this would definitely be a good back porch drinker. Yeah, I'm not in love with it. Okay. <laughs> so another Too sweet. Well, here's a, another thing I think you could use this for is tailgates as a breakup beer. Yeah, it'll definitely change your palate. Mm-hmm. I'll tell you that much. Yeah. Like if you need something to bust your palate out. No, this is a total switch up if you're looking for one. Yeah, it's a good offset. Yes. So what do you say we uh, we go to the podium? We rank these bad boys of Logyard. Our bronze, our silver, our gold. Steve, I'll let you go first. Okay. If that's what you're in for. Yeah. Do it. So bronze, I'm going to give to the Shandy Le Bleu. Mm. I don't know. It's not beer for me. It's not refreshing enough. And it's too it's too sweet. Like, I, I need something a little more subtle. Okay. In a Shandy, if I'm going to drink a Shandy. <laughs> a little if, more, yeah. If... If I'm forced to drink Shandy, I prefer it more subtle and more dry. Okay. And this just isn't, so. But the fact that it's a Shandy already starts it off <laughs> in negative points. Right. Like, so, yeah, it had an uphill climb, and it just didn't make it. Silver, I'm going to give to the Misery Whip. It's fine. It's drinkable, especially for 8%. You know, you don't really notice that at all. Mm-hmm. Uh, but also, just doesn't really stand out in any way. For me, nothing just pops about it. Hmm. I'm just kind of, eh, all right. I've, if you had one New England IPA, you've had a bunch and you've had something similar to this one. Hmm. But if you're in a place barren yes. of New England IPAs, <laughs> then you would want get this. this one. Yeah, yes. you would get this one. If you're in the remote wilds of Cane <laughs> PA and they have no other beer except for macro, then definitely get this one over that. Without a doubt. Yeah. Ah, but for gold, that means I'm going to go with the Pine Man. Despite feeling tricked in the early goings of it not tasting like a Simcoe Simcoe pine cone, (laughs) um, it's it's a really good beer. It's super easy drinking for me. Just that little bit of bitterness on the aftertaste is great. And then it just overall, it has a great uh, balance between malt and hop. Mm. So, yeah, it stands out head and shoulders above everything else tonight. Nice. I like the Pine Man a lot. Platinum, I'm going to give to the Bucking Birch. <laughs> <laughs> All right. I didn't know we could do that. I just did it. All right. <laughs> it only took us 167 epi- some episodes to unlock that one. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> if you ever played them PlayStation games, you know Platinum trophies take a long time to unlock. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, I'm going to get in on my podium. And for me in the bronze medal position, I'm going to go with the Misery Whip. Uh, the New England style IPA. Steve kind of said it earlier. Uh, I think we both said it earlier that it is. Yes, it is a a very good representation of a New England IPA, but it doesn't necessarily stand out in any way. If you like the New England IPAs, grab it. You'll probably enjoy it. Uh, I I think I think it's a well crafted beer. Uh, it just doesn't necessarily stand out in a large field of other ones. Uh, in the silver medal position, I'm going to go with the Shandy Le Bleu. That's the blueberry shandy. I like it. Uh, I I th- agree with Steve that it is a bit on the sweet side. For the most part, that's okay. You just can't you know hammer these down uh, like you probably could with other three twos out there. Uh, yeah, it's good. It'd be a good switch up. 
grab something if you like the blueberry. It's got a good blueberry nose to it. I think I personally think it had a pretty good uh, blueberry flavor to it. Steve disagreed, but it's my part of the segment, so I get to talk. So that goes into silver medal position, but in the gold medal position, I have to agree with Steve with uh, the Pine Man. I thought that was the the best crafted of the three. I, I like the balance of it. I'm not necessarily an IPA guy, and I wouldn't necessarily uh, seek this one out to grab a 12-pack, but I would highly, highly recommend this one to, oh, my IPA-drinking friends and cohorts. Uh, and I already, I'm pretty sure I already have through some text messaging here. So if you see it, get it. Uh, and I will also open up the Platinum to the same one that Steve said. Bucking Birch. The Bucking Birch. Champion. Yes. <laughs> get that one. It's fantastic. It's, yeah, it, plus it's completely unique. Yes. I cannot think of another Birch beer off the top of my head. Mm-mm. No. Uh, and if there are other ones out there, I'd like to see them go up against Long Year because that's going to be a tough one to beat. I'd also just like them to come my way. <laughs> let you decide. Well, yeah, let me decide. But also, like, I like birch in general as a flavor. Like, I grew, I loved IBC birch beer growing up. Mm-hmm. So I really love the the bucking birch by Logyard because it just perfectly captures all of that. It has, like, it ha- it stands out, obviously, from IPAs. Oh, yes. And it just has that woody floral flavor to it that I really love. So if you oh, see that, get that. Send, please send Steve birch beers as in actual beers, birch beers as in sodas, and also send Steve Roush beers because smoked beer is good. <laughs> yes. Uh, and make sure that you have enough that he can fill into his Bud Light seltzer cans so he can drink yeah. that while he's doing his social medias. On the job. On the job. <laughs> that way he can still keep up appearances. That's right. <laughs> Steve, why does your seltzer smell like a Roush beer? Don't ask questions. <laughs> why, is your, why does that seltzer can smell like cigarettes and fire? <laughs> eh, don't worry about it. Don't worry about it. <laughs> all right, Steve, you want to tell them about how to get a hold of us? If you want to get in contact with us, all you have to do is search Hop Nation USA on your favorite social media. That includes Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook. And if you want to listen to brand new episodes of the Hop Nation USA podcast every Friday, as you should, then search Hop Nation USA on your favorite podcatcher, like Podbean and Google Podcasts and Apple Podcasts and Logcasts and Woodscast and Treecast and Picklecast. <laughs> on them all. But not Flaming Hot Cheeto Cast. No, not, not on Flaming Hot Cheeto Cast. <laughs> not on Talkie Cast either yet. Because <laughs> I just haven't gotten into Talkies, but they sound good. <laughs> Somebody bought me one. I need it. Yeah, I'll try them. Yeah. Maybe we'll go buy some at Walmart tonight. Okay. But uh, if you're on any of those platforms, leave a five-star review because... We are a six-board-foot show, but they only let us measure five. (laughs) And that's a bigger crime than making construction jokes when I don't get them. (laughs) (laughs) It's it's a long yard joke. I don't get those either. All right. I don't get any of that. All right. I only get carpet bagging jokes. Carpet baggers? Yeah. We're not in the South. Because <laughs> they would they would always short, you know, that's why uh, you know things are measured as they are, but they still come up short. Oh, I understand that, but we're not in the South because that was a lot of the, you know, I'm not going to get into a history lesson here. They still do it. They still do it today. Oh, I didn't know that. Yeah. All right. Yeah. The, when I was working at that PVC lumber company, mm-hmm. like even though it's still PVC lumber, yeah. the, uh, the measurements were still under. Hmm. Yeah. I did not know that. Yep. 
So there you go. Nobody Damn. really got that one. Damn. <laughs> hyper local. Yeah, no, that's not even hyper local. Just nobody got that. And it wasn't uninteresting. <laughs> it was just bad, as it turns out. <laughs> uh, I don't know. Uh, poop, fart. Uh, <laughs> watch Doom Patrol season two. That's really good. And there you go. Yeah. Wrapped it up with a bang. Yeah. Get us back on track. <laughs> All right. All we'll right. be back next week. Something. 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 All right. Check it out then. Bye. Bye.